Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. The very day before Democrats started having hearings on FTX, this, uh, I would say, obvious crypto criminal organization, Samuel Bankman-Fried, the CEO, was arrested. Now, what we've read from news reports about this is that there's a lot of commingling of funds going on, and that is one of the main concerns. And yet there's another concern, and I think it is or should be a main concern. So according to the news reports that I've read, here is the FTX crypto criminal sequence of events. FTX is lobbying key Democrats and a couple of Republicans to write the laws on cryptocurrency the way he wants them written. He's visited the White House. He's visited Congress multiple times. Biden gives billions of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine puts billions into FTX crypto. FTX crypto then gives tens of millions of dollars of that money to Democrats in the midterm elections and a total of apparently a, a couple or a few hundred million dollars into PACs as well as campaigns. So FTX also illegally transferring people's crypto investments into FTX accounts. Scandal ensues. And now on the phone, Jane Brady, chair of the Republican Party here in Delaware, former state attorney general and former superior court justice, uh, thanks for being on, Jane. I understand that you, uh, you're you very concerned about the flow of this money here in Delaware. Is that right? Well, I am um, because, it, you know, it's wrong that anybody who got some of those donations um, or, as some people are calling them, bribes, um, keep it. They don't, They should not keep it. They should put it into a trust for victims. I've heard some political uh, candidates and members of Congress have said they're going to give it to charity. That doesn't do the people who lost money, not all of whom were wealthy and could afford it. It doesn't do them any good. I say that they should put it into trust for the victims of these crimes, which I believe are crimes. Yes. Oh, well, that makes sense. Of course, there you are being an attorney, being a former state attorney general, a prosecutor and, and a judge. Yeah. It makes it makes yeah. sense that you would uh, you would have this take. Now, um, they put it into a trust or an account. How are they going to find out who's due this money? Well, I think that they can't know immediately. Um, but eventually there's going to be both criminal and civil litigation in this, I think. And they can know eventually who, to, um, um, who the money should be returned to. I expect that it will be returned uh, under a court order and by a, uh, a decision of the court as to how the money should be dispersed. But they should retain it, put it in an interest-bearing account to the benefit of the victims, and hold it until they have direction from the court as to where that money could or should go. Uh, I have a question. And that includes, I've been... Oh, go okay. ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I've been urged to stay with the Delaware issue, right? But you brought it up, and others have. There's just tens of millions of dollars out there in um, the Biden campaign for president, in the um, campaign for Senate uh, and House seats. And that money should be, you know, collectively held by the Democrat Party. Any Democrat candidate who got it should put it into a trust 
Mm-hmm. Uh, again, interest bearing for the benefit of those victims. That's my view of it. Um, it's wrong to have taken it. It was ill-gotten gains. You know, if someone had stolen, a, robbed a bank and given you money and you had it in your pocket and the police came and said that belongs to the bank, you'd have to turn it over. Um, they should give this money back. There's nothing new about this when it comes to campaigns, by the way, Jane. There's nothing new about this. In the past, uh, people have received uh, illegally uh, gotten gains, and they say, oh, well, then uh, we're, we're going to give it back. Or if but the criminal's in jail, they can't give it back. They'll send it back to uh, whichever uh, agency or law firm or whatever is uh, acting as executor of the uh, the estate, or they will do what, what you said. They give it into right. a trust uh, for those folks to make sure that, um, you know, the money goes back to those people who were, uh, well, ripped off, stolen from. I mean, I, I look at this, right. and I, I think there's, there's, right. there's a bigger scandal involved based upon news stories I'm reading that suggest that uh, the Biden administration gave billions of dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine took a lot of that in crypto, and they had at least a couple billion dollars, if not more, in this FTX crypto enterprise. And then the FTX crypto enterprise CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, gives hundreds of millions of dollars to PACs, as well as the tens of millions uh, to these Democrats who are running for office, because these are the ones who are in control, and he wants them to write the rules for his industry that will benefit him. Now, to me, that seems like an extraordinary scandal. Billions of dollars in our tax dollars, Democrat, Republican, whatever, goes to Ukraine. That goes to FTX, and then FTX funds Democratic campaigns. Even if it was a Republican, I mean, my God, still just the enormity of this and and the, the brazen criminality of this, if it's indeed true, is stunning to me. H- have you ever seen any sort of organized uh, or any organization like this before in your history of being involved in politics? No, I haven't. And one of the things, Sam Bankman-Fried looks like he's a 20-year-old idiot, right? He's got this curly hair, and he doesn't look like he's very on top of things. He doesn't carry himself well. He doesn't dress nicely. He doesn't – his countenance is not one of, I know what I'm doing, right? And so – I think, and I think partly he's trying now to say, "Well, you know, I was just a duped, and you know, I didn't know, I didn't know." And uh, so I think that um, it um, he will try and get away uh, with um, the uh, conduct that you so um, uh, strongly say is intentional and preplanned uh, by saying that it was not. Um, one of the things that doesn't make a difference for us for the victims and so regardless of what his defense or claims are the democrat candidates republican candidates who got this money need to put it into a trust fund for the victims of the crime and we need to follow the money um it's who knew what when right Mm -hmm. who knew what when i don't know if we'll ever know but we should follow the money and find out do you know any specific campaigns that received money from ftx the only one in Delaware I'm aware of is the Democrat Party. Um, they received um, almost $10,000. And so I've called on them to put that into a trust. Okay. And who did you call? Who did you contact? In the the, uh, the well, Democratic the Party? Release, um, yes. Mm-hmm, Delaware and, Democrat and, Party. And so uh, from whom do you expect a response? Well... <laughs> 
you know, I've called her a couple of times. I don't think I've had a recurring call, but Betsy Marin, I know Betsy Marin. Uh, she worked for me as a deputy attorney general, actually. Um, and uh, so um, I'm hopeful that we'll hear something. Uh, she doesn't have to call me. Um, just has to let people know. People should pressure her you mm-hmm. know, to do the right thing. Um, and she should let us know that she's done the right thing and put it into an interest-bearing trust account. And it's only ten grand. I mean, the Delaware Democratic Party, ha- they have access to hundreds of millions of bucks all around the country if they need it. So um, it just... Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I know, right? So so there's your counterpart. Uh, she's chair of the Delaware Democratic Party. Um, and I, do, do you ever, like, would you, would you send her a letter directly or, or a tweet or a text message? I mean, I do give her a call? I can, I can do that. Yeah. Sure. I can do that. I mean, it's Delaware. I mean, even though this like is... I, said, I know her. It's Del- she worked for me as a deputy. Yeah. I hired her when I became attorney general back in, uh, 95. Look, even, the, even this is, even though this is, this is, um... So sort of the the awkward politics of of it all, you know, she worked for you, uh, and she's chair of the Democratic Party. You're saying, listen, um, I'm calling upon you to return or put money into a trust or something like that for people. Yep. Now, now I realize yep. that you're doing yep. this because this is the way you think. You know, you're a, a prosecutor, an attorney, a former judge. This is the way you think, and I would think that uh, you know, Marion would think the same way as, as well. But uh, but I I really don't know. So. But in Delaware, I mean, for example, if um, if there's a policy that I think is really great or really horrible, Democrat or Republican, I reach out to people and I ask them, can we talk about this on the show? And some of them will respond and say, sure. And some of them just uh, crickets and just ignore me. But, uh, Jane, it seems to me to be kind of like the Delaware way. We we do contact each other and say, hey, this is pretty ugly. Can we talk about it? Yep, we do. Yeah. That, I, I know, and if it's uh, it's ten grand, I mean uh, that's a significant amount of money. Even though, Not a lot, yeah, enough. I, I know, right? So well, mm-hmm. now, what about our congressional delegation? Um, for example, uh, I, I think about uh, Tom Carper, and I don't know what committee might be involved uh, with this, uh, but um, he's uh, he's on the finance committee. He's on a governmental affairs committee. I I don't know what committee would be in charge of this sort of thing uh, in the Senate. Do, do you? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, because no, I, I, I would think that they would want that to address. Right. Yeah, would sound right. Yeah, I mean Chris Coons, uh, select committee on ethics, <laughs> perhaps. Uh, yeah. Well, I think they're. I think they're going through the SEC. Ah. Um. So, yeah, but I think that that the inquiry right now is going through the SEC for this. Okay. Um. And I think they're actually claiming, well, they're not really, you know, securities and. Um, there's some questions about that, but um, that's why I think it's starting. Um, so we'll see. Well, you, you know, know it, it makes sense that uh, that you know there's there's these one indictment already. Right, but I, I think it, it makes sense that these yeah. these crypto crooks, so Sam Bankman-Fried, uh, would, would be giving to the Democratic Party. That's the party that's in charge. It's the one that he's been lobbying for. You know, crypto rules and laws that would benefit him, perhaps even at the expense of, of others. He has uh, apparently some. Pretty good associations and relationships with Democrats in the state house, in the uh, in Congress, in the House of Representatives, as well as in the Senate, not necessarily in the state. Um, or do you know if he has any direct uh, relationships with anybody here in the state of Delaware? I do not. Yeah. Maybe for ten million he does with Joe Biden, but 
Um, I don't know uh, of any personal relationships he has with anyone here in Delaware. Um, and I don't think he gave to any individual candidate here in Delaware. We went through it. I didn't see anything. What about Republicans here in Delaware? But there's so many entities. No, no Republicans at all. So, or the party. But he has so many, there are so many possible entities. I mean, you know, George Soros doesn't give money that says this is from George Soros. Either. Right. Um, so trying to figure out where the money comes from sometimes is difficult. You know, I see things like this happen, Jane, and uh, there are class action lawsuits or there are attorneys general that will sue. And you being an attorney general, I, I, I want to hear your take on what I'm about to say. And it always seems to me like uh, when there are people who are victimized like this, um, the money, the vast amount of money goes to either uh, the state attorney generals, maybe the general fund of the states where they work, or maybe maybe they have their own fund. Uh, or, in, this, in for example, like a class action lawsuit, it's the attorneys. Uh, they get the, the bulk of the millions and millions of dollars, and uh, the rest of us get a $7 uh, coupon to Sears. <laughs> You right, know, stuff right, like that, yeah. Right. <laughs> you so, know, yeah. Yeah, with the class actions, you're pretty right. With the class actions, you're pretty right. Um, and there's no value to a lot of these class action cases except for the volume, which is part of the reason that there's um, they're, they're brought as class actions because it's a, a wrongful conduct, doesn't have a lot of impact, but it does pay the lawyers. Um, with regard to attorneys general, when we brought um, litigation, and I did, uh, against a number of entities, um, if we had a, a settlement either with my state only or with a global settlement, the money was generally earmarked for a purpose related to the infraction and the impact that it had. Um, because a lot of times, like the smoking litigation, the tobacco litigation, mm -hmm. that was geared to education about tobacco, cessation programs, um, and then, the, of course, the, gut, <laughs> the General Assembly spent the rest of it as they chose. But, but um, or when I had a case involving um, some fraud, uh, we used it for uh, read-aloud programs. So there's you use it for a project that addresses the wrong that was done in the community because when the AG sue, it's not for an individual. It's for a violation of consumer law or some other generalized infraction. And we didn't have our own funds in the sense that um, we had a, a, you know, a slush fund or something, but we would sometimes get money in that would be earmarked for certain purposes, and we would use it um, for those purposes. Understood. So here, though, yeah. I think I think the better resolution, regardless if there is an infraction, any money recovered, because I don't think you're ever going to recover all of what people lost. No. It's been distributed all over the place. Um, any money recovered should go to the benefit of the victims in this instance. Let me ask you a question based upon uh, your experience, especially as a state attorney general and as an observer of uh, federal suits and such. So, as I understand this FTX sequence of events, as reported a uh, number of different media outlets, uh, FTX is lobbying key Democrats especially and a couple of Republicans to write laws on cryptocurrency the way they want them written. And Biden gives billions of dollars, uh, our tax dollars, to Ukraine. Ukraine puts uh, hundreds of millions, if not maybe a couple billion dollars into FTX crypto. FTX crypto gives millions and millions of dollars of that money to Democrats in midterm elections. So what does it take for an investigation into that? 
Is that something that uh, any any organization of a private organization, even retired attorneys general, anything like that, can do, or must that be through the DOJ? <laughs> who who? Yeah, you see where I'm going with this. I mean, you know, who who yeah. can make sure that there's an actual investigation into this, especially when one party seems to be controlling everything? So with very limited access by anyone other than government entities to the transactional information about the transfer of those funds and where they went, it would take either um, an investigation by a U.S. attorney um, or um, a, a perhaps Congress. Uh, but you're going to have to follow the money, and um, we aren't going to have access to the information about the money that went from where to Ukraine and what Ukraine did it and back um, to FTX. We know generally what happened, but following it and establishing any clear um, path uh, for the finances, I think, is going to require documentation that most would not have access to. So a U.S. attorney because it's the federal government, should be able to get access to most of that information as part of a criminal or civil uh, consumer law or other kind of violation, and then um, or SEC violation, and then um, or uh, some uh, congressional panel, uh, if they agree to comply, because we've seen a lot of uh, failure to comply with <laughs> requests from Congress lately. So you really have to have uh, subpoena and arrest powers. Um, that, that, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that would be yeah. the Department of Justice, uh, you, or U.S. attorneys, not even what, what if, um, a group of state attorneys general, for example, uh, the, uh, the, the liberals in the country, they put together this, uh, this group of, uh, state attorneys general who, um, wanted to, to sue the U.S. government in favor of the, of Mexico, which I thought was crazy, but so apparently they, they can actually do things uh, to some extent. Could a group of, say, Republican state attorneys general get together and say, okay, we have subpoena and arrest power, and uh, and, and we're going to go after and see how this FTX crypto money was spent, or would it have to be U.S. attorneys? Well, I said U.S. attorneys so they could have access to the financial information retained by the federal government. Um, most of which I think we probably would have trouble getting under a Freedom of Information Act request to anyone other than, you know, outside of government. Um, but, you know, you could bring an action um, uh, based on um, perhaps contributions into your state um, that you are bringing an action on behalf of um, if you had a victim living in your state. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be able to fashion some kind of claim of um, theft, but um, the criminal case isn't going to really follow the money path. It's going to follow the um, the. Uh, it's just simply going to say to the victim, "You're entitled to X, yeah. and and you or you breached a law." And the restitution is X. So, and yeah. So, um, it really needs, yeah. So, I don't know. It needs to be Department of Justice. Um, no, and, and you've cleared that up for us, Jane. That's my you, feeling. Yeah. All right. So, bottom line is uh, something around $10,000 has come to the Delaware Democratic Party yep. from this, uh, and I'm just calling yep. him the crypto criminal, Sam Bankman Freed. And what you're doing is you're calling upon uh, Betsy Marin, who is chair of the Delaware, Delaware Democratic Party. Put that money into a trust, and so victims uh, can have it. Don't spend it. Yes, exactly.
exactly. Well, I look forward to a follow-up, and uh, and I'll be uh, uh, emailing or calling uh, Betsy Mara and myself as well. Yep. Thank you, Jane. And, and speaking of follow-up, speaking of follow-up, we'll try and catch up with you on what's going on with the Board of Elections after their meeting today. Uh, they have a meeting today on the, uh, and they're going to go into executive session on that, uh, the ballots and all the irregularities on election day. Great, so, because I, I do have an email into uh, the Newcastle County Board of Elections, you know, asking what's your reaction to uh, Jane Brady calling for resignations for incompetencies. Yep, I haven't heard anything, but um, they are meeting today, so hopefully. I did send all of, or not all, but I, I, a pile of emails, uh, uh, com- complaints that I received from all kinds of people with different kinds of problems, a lot of them about the uh, running out of ballots or the Pulaski school not opening on time. And um, the because uh, I thought that the staff kind of downplayed the significance yeah. and impact of those events on voters. And so I thought it was best to hear from them in their own words. So I literally forwarded uh, to the to Anthony and uh, Albans, the commissioner, and he did forward to the board of election members at my request um, a, a, that compilation of emails and messages and, and text messages that we received, complaints that we received about uh, irregularities on voting uh, on election day, so we can find out how the board of elections is going to respond. Well, there had to be dozens and dozens because you know I was getting phone calls. Even people saying they were told to go home and they couldn't vote anywhere else. They couldn't vote at all. So we'll find out what happens in the executive session, I hope. Yes, and I also called on them to reach out to the leaders of the other political parties in Delaware. Because, you know, when you tell people to go home, you don't know if they're Republican, Democrat, Independent. It was indiscriminate who was affected by running out of ballots. And so I'm certain... I'm relatively certain that um, the Democrats, independents, libertarians are probably going to have received complaints as well. And I suggested that they reach out to the leadership of the other parties to find out because this isn't a partisan issue. This is a this is universal. That's right. And folks, if you have uh, had a problem uh, voting, you can email info at Delaware.gop, info at Delaware.gop. Jane Brady, former Superior Court Justice, State Attorney General, and now chair of the Republican Party. Thank you very much, and we will be following up. Thanks, Rick.